0: This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. Find it now, wherever you access your favorite podcasts.
1: Whether it's a legal battle over an international arrest warrant, a diplomatic row over the alleged supply of weapons, or our government's refusal to condemn the invasion of Ukraine, our relationship with Russia is increasingly under the spotlight. With so many moving parts and complexities around this geopolitical hot potato, Govan Whittles tried to make sense of it all.
2: Stop the war! 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 Stop the
0: war! In Cape Town, a small group protests against a ballet they claim is staged by a touring company associated with Russia. The Ukraine Association is lobbying South Africans to see Russia's invasion of Ukraine from their perspective. They want a cultural stop boycott.
2: The war. Stop the war! If all people here use their voices to stand against the violence, to say, stand against oppression, this war would stop. There is a connection between supporting Russian culture and killing Ukrainian civilians.
0: South Africa's stated policy of non-alignment in the Ukrainian conflict has been tested by a series of events which has split opinion. On the one side, there are those who actively support Vladimir Putin's Russia. This includes South Africa's former president, Jacob Zuma. Mzwanele Manyi is the controversial spokesperson for the Zuma Foundation.
2: The connection between South Africa and Soviet, now Russia, uh, continues to be strong. When South Africa needed help, they also gave them guns so that they're able to fight the struggle. So yeah, indeed, the the connection is very deep. Zuma's relationship with Putin
0: is also personal. I appreciate your, your time. I know you are a busy family man. In this video, Zuma but reminisces started, about how Putin him. saved him from an awful death. I knew that my friend, who was a president at that time in his country, would be the only one and the country that will assist you. He sent doctors. There were three types of different poisons that were put to me together. For investigative legal journalist Karen Morn, this first-hand account is a useful way to understand South Africa's approach to Russia under Zuma's presidency.
1: The fact that Jacob Zuma received the so-called life-saving treatment Literally within days of South Africa signing that unlawful nuclear deal with Rosatom, the Russian nuclear agency, speaks to the kind of powerful hold, I would argue, Putin has on him.
0: Karen has written a book about the failed nuclear deal. It exposes one of the roles that Russia would like to play in South Africa as a supplier of nuclear technology. Do you think that Zuma is trying to extend Russia's influence in South Africa?
1: Absolutely. What I find so frightening within that book was to see how Kremlin intelligence had infiltrated the South African environment.
0: Zuma's legal challenges are squarely on Karen's reporting beat, including his performance at the Zonda Commission on state capture set up to probe the rot in the South African establishment. In July, 2021, the Constitutional Court sentenced former President Jacob Zuma to 15 months behind bars for walking out and defying the Zonda Commission. Two months later, he was controversially released on medical parole. That decision was contested from day one. And two years later, we're back here where the Constitutional Court has confirmed the decision to release him on medical parole was unlawful. But Many says there's no need for Jacob Zuma to go back to prison. The sentence was served on the other side
2: of the bars while he was on parole. What that constitutional court did was a very hateful sentence that they gave to President Zuma. But be that as it may, he respected the law, he handed himself over and he served his time. Zuma's critics
0: say he must go back to jail. In the meantime, the outdoor prisoner is a step ahead. Before the prospect of the former president returning to jail even hit the Twitterverse, Jacob Zuma took off, hightailing it to Zimbabwe and then Russia. Once again, Zuma has gone to Russia for medical treatment. Officially, he will only return to South Africa once he gets the green light from Russian doctors.
2: What is wrong with former President Jacob Zuma, medically speaking? I'm not a doctor. I wouldn't be able to do that. Even if I did know, it would not be my business to go around sharing his medical issues with the world. Why does Mr. Zuma need to go for medical treatment in Russia? Uh, We don't trust that uh, uh, when President Zuma is in these facilities that he will be safe. President Zuma has got too many enemies. So you're saying that if former President Zuma was treated in a South
0: African hospital, the people in the medical fraternity might try to kill him
2: yeah he can't rule that out yes
0: in conversations with other sources we learned that zuma might also seek a meeting with putin
2: yeah so what's what's, what's wrong with that so president zuma and uh, president putin go back a long way the men have got a very long-standing relationship Speaking from Russia, a pro-Kremlin
0: analyst, Dr. Leonid Seven was able to fill us in further about
2: the South Africa-Russia axis. Vladimir Putin comes from Soviet elite. And during Soviet time, uh, Soviet Union assisted much match to African countries. Uh, there was an idea of internationalism, a day of solidarity, and uh, Russia provided a lot of different types of food, money, etc. And uh, now Russia back to this kind of agenda to support uh, African countries. Uh, Soviet Union supported struggle against uh, Western powers, who have some colonies in Africa. To be fair, Dr. Seven, Russia is accused of the very same thing, of propping
0: up corrupt regimes on the African continent. In what way is Russia not
2: a colonial power? Uh, Russia cannot be a neo-colonial power uh, for African countries. Uh, our strategic culture is uh, different. In the meantime,
0: Putin is facing a warrant of arrest by the International Criminal Court issued for Russia's abduction of Ukrainian children. The International Criminal Court has issued warrants of arrest for Vladimir Putin. This means that all signatories to the ICC would have to arrest Putin should he visit their countries. Leaders of founding BRICS member countries, Brazil, Russia, India and China, were slated to attend the August BRICS summit in Gauteng in person putting the South African government in a difficult position, given its stated reluctance to pounce on Putin.
1: In the last two weeks preceding this, the DA launching an application to have South Africa's obligations under the ICC recognised, i.e. that it would be forced to arrest Vladimir Putin if and when he arrived for the BRICS conference in August.
0: Before the application even got to open court, the papers were released publicly. Among them was President Ramaphosa's affidavit in which he made a startling argument. It's an explosive claim that an attempt to arrest Vladimir Putin in South Africa would be a declaration of war against Russia. This argument suggests that South Africa is motivated by fear and not principle. The court enforced the ICC ruling, obliging the South African government to commit unequivocally seizing putin should he put foot on south african soil meanwhile in may this year the u.s ambassador accused south africa of selling weapons illegally to russia loading them secretly onto the sanctioned vessel the lady r there is now a chance that we may lose a preferential trade deal with america called agoa doing heavy damage to the south african economy
2: what would happen if you to arrest putin do you want agoa or do you want peace? What is it that we want? One peace. At the pre-BRICS
0: conference in Gauteng, the mood was upbeat in anticipation of a summit which some think may disrupt the world's existing power balances. According to the General Secretary of the SACP, Solima Paila. BRICS is an important platform in that uh, it, uh, it, it creates possibility to, towards a multipolar wealth system. It may actually even become more important in the long run uh, than the United Nations. As political parties met to prepare for the summit, President Ramaphosa announced that Putin isn't coming. There's a sense of relief that Ramaphosa was able to negotiate this compromise to allow BRICS to take place in August without incident. In fact, ANC spokesperson Maslengi Bengu Motiri sees it as a victory.
2: I think it is a victory for statesmanship. But I don't think it is just about our president, I think it is about our continent, and I think it is
1: about the global south. I think the people who really deserve the congratulations is the judiciary itself, and the people within that legal environment who ensure that we have legal precedents that categorically state that we are obliged to arrest him. Stop
2: the war! Stop the war!
0: As the light falls outside the theater, the Ukraine Association is upbeat. In this side drama to their dreadful war, their arch enemy has been kept at bay.
1: Don't support Russian arts! Russia is killing Ukrainians! At the time of this recording, former President Jacob Zuma was still in Russia. Days later, he made his return to South Africa to appear in court in his ongoing battle with journalist Karen Morn and state advocate Billy Downer. You can also find the full interview with Mzwanele Manyi now on the Carte Blanche website. That's another episode of Carte Blanche, the podcast done and dusted. Remember to follow and subscribe to our show on Spotify and all other major podcasting platforms. Have something to say? Join the conversation using hashtag Carte Blanche on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok.